Hey, great to be with you today. We're in verse 6 of First Peter chapter 1. If you have your Bibles, it would be great if you would uh, turn there with me today. And of course, Peter, you know, yesterday we talked about how God be blessed, God be praised because of this great thing that he's done in our life, this inheritance through Christ. And just with that thought in mind, he goes on to say uh, in verse 6, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you've been grieved by various trials. So I had mentioned this to you um, early on as we started this. Well, we are really still technically early on, but you know what I'm saying. That the context is suffering and difficulty and trial. You know, I mean, these believers were going through persecution for sure. Um, it had really just started in the Roman Empire. You know, the Roman Empire would often look to the Christian as a scapegoat for, you know, the ills of the empire, whether, you know, they were um, struggling on a particular front, you know, or, you know, there was a turmoil in um, the government, uh, or, you know, the Caesar just wanted somebody to use as a scapegoat so that the issues that he had would kind of be concealed or covered up. And the, the, the Christians across the centuries were the object of this type of persecution. And of course, there was physical persecution, but there was also economic and social persecution. So it was a very challenging time, I'm just saying, to be a believer. This was what they were going through. And listen, it's, it's challenging today to be a believer as well in many aspects. So I think this will encourage you. What is God doing, right? What is God doing when we're going through difficulty? Well, one of the things that he's doing, the Bible says in verse 7, is that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it's tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love. So Peter says, listen, you are rejoicing. You're rejoicing in the inheritance that you have, um, although right now you're grieved by the adversity that you're experiencing in life. But don't forget that as you're walking through this adversity in life, that there's something that God is doing. God is refining you. God's refining you like gold. Now, I mean, obviously, every earthly illustration has its weak points. And the weak point of gold is gold perishes. Gold doesn't last forever. But there is a process that the goldsmith uses to refine the gold. You know, he, he puts it in the crucible. He heats it up. The impurities come to the surface. And there's a process of removing those, purity, those impurities. Um, that's a, a difficult, trying um, experience, if you, if you will, for the gold, right? I mean, that fire gets hot. The crucible is painful. Scraping the impurities away is, you know, a difficult process. And Peter's saying, listen, your faith is like that. Your faith is like that. First of all, your faith is more precious than gold. And you are going to not just fade away into nothing. You're going to last forever, like we just established that in the previous verses. And so what God is doing, the adversity that you're going through is not without purpose. It's not meaningless. You know, you shouldn't be in a place where you're hopeless. Um, you shouldn't just be living your life orbiting around the word why. God, you know, why, why this, why that, without remembering. You don't have to orbit around why because you, you know that there is, in fact, divine purpose. God is refining. He's perfecting your faith to be at 
a place that when Jesus Christ is revealed, it will bring him praise, it will bring him honor, and it will bring him glory. Like that's what it is that God is doing. One day, Peter says, he, he is going to come back. They live with the anticipation of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in that moment that he comes, all of this adversity that has hurt so much is going, is, you're going to see that the purpose of it the whole time was that your faith would be in a place where it could bring, bring him praise, honor, and glory. And listen, in other words, it's through the adversity that you've learned to trust in him. It's through the adversity that you have learned what really matters in life. It's through the adversity that you've chosen to cling to him and not to cling to the things of this world. It's through the adversity that you learn to live a selfless life instead of a selfish life. It's through the adversity that you became aware of the suffering of other people and were compelled even in your own suffering to comfort others with the comfort that God has comforted you with. All of that, right? It's through your suffering that the faithfulness of God has been demonstrated and revealed and he has shown you that no matter what valley you walk through, he will never let you go. He will never leave you or abandon you or forsake you. And so in fact, it's through the adversity that when Christ comes back, your faith is going to be able to bring him the praise, glory, and honor that he deserves. Whom having not yet seen you love, right? Like that, what a punctuation mark, you know? He, it, why? Like why? Why keep the faith? Why stay strong in your relationship with God? You know, why hold on to Christianity when everything in the world is trying to disconnect you from it? Well, the answer is simply because you love him. You love him. I mean, that's, that's the motivation. That's why we don't abandon the faith. That's why we don't walk away. You know, it is true and it, and it is reasonable. And most importantly, we love him. Hey, look, be encouraged today. You may not see what it is that he is doing, but I guarantee you he is doing great things in your life. And one day at the revelation of Jesus Christ, it's all going to become clear. Bless and strengthen and encourage every person listening today, I pray God in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.